Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Every week Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning a beautiful wheel of shame which has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we We'll be studying. Hello, Kate. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Good evening. I am well. I am well here in Chile, um, Los Angeles, but everything is good. I'm getting all prepped up for jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, holiday time. La la la. Uh, yeah, getting ready for that by doing zero shopping and nothing's <laughs> bought for anyone or anything. <laughs> That's, I'm in a similar boat. Oh, I'm yeah. kind of bummed because I didn't decorate my apartment mm. at mm. all because mm. I'm traveling. And I was mm. like, whatever. I just traveled for Thanksgiving. I'm here for a few weeks and then I'm traveling to California for Christmas. So I didn't, I didn't decorate, but I appreciate your festive. Always got to be festive. I got tints around the house. It looks like Father Christmas's little gr- grotto in my living room, and I, I like it. I got the stockings up. I got it all up. Um, this week, Kate. Let me see if I had any. Oh, the only news I wanted to bring you from the trades that just broke. Oh, H6. okay. Page six. Maurizio, as I know, his name is Mauricio. Okay, everyone, but I call him Maurizio, like Lisa Vanderpump. The soon-to-be ex-husband of Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was spotted in Aspen, of course. Um, They love Aspen and a hat. Um, Leaving a restaurant with a 33-year-old influencer. 
So Maurizio is certainly taking advantage of his newly found freedom and evil is even leveling up in fame as well from Dancing with the Stars and all of this scandal. I mean, and Kyle was just spotted as well with the film crew in tow at one of she's Morgan Wade's um gigs in I don't know where, but apparently it's a it's a documentary that's being made about Morgan's life and Kyle's right there. I'm sure she's got her producer hat on. Um, so yeah, I just need them to announce it. I just need them to come out and say it. It's ridiculous. What a cliche, Mo. Seriously, An influencer Mo. that's your daughter's age. Come on. It's rough. And it's only gonna get worse. Um I caught TLC News Kate. I don't know if you've watched any we just finished and wrapped our 90 day fiance episode but did you watch any of 90 day fiance the other way i think you did right yes i fell off at the end but i was watching a lot of it as it uh went on yeah i just tuned into the last part of the um reunion the tell all and they have all the, they brought back all these idiots to give like their opinion whatever including tim um but Tim and his eyeliner. But one of the things that you see is Johan having slept with about 20 to 50 other women while with Danielle. <gasps> and Sarpa being completely in control of his girlfriend and her saying, I like him in control and I like him telling me what to do and I like him leading me. I I saw a photo of her recently. I was I probably on Reddit. She did not look well. I, I hope she's okay. She isn't. And I think it is, I watched this third reunion. It was in the background of me doing other stuff. And I thought it is, it should be criminal that this is being televised because she's in a massively abusive relationship. She was sat there going, well, he tells me what to do. And I really like him telling me what to do. He's not in control, but I mean, he, well, he tells me what to do because he leads me and that's what he should be doing. It's uh, it's stupidity, stupidity, and I can't, I can, I was like, this is awful. Um, Friday is our Bravo show, so listen. I know some guys that listen to us right now is are just TLC folks. Some of them aren't Bravo folks, but the the ones listening that are Bravo, just wait till Kate and I get in to real housewives ultimate girls trip legacy Roni legacy because Kate, I have watched all three, and I watched all three. Another time. I've watched all three episodes twice. Eagles don't fly with pigeons. Dorinda's <laughs> still a monster. Luann's wasted flirting with every single human being with a penis. She is like nothing I've ever seen in my life. Kristen, redemption for Kristen, like I've been saying for years. Ramona's screaming about rooms. Sonia is off her trolley. And Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone is finally getting showing the crazy as well. It's platinum television. I can't wait to hear you break down every single moment. <laughs> I but be we I can't, Kate, because we'll be, the episode will be like really three about about three and a half hours long. I'd love to do an hour on each episode. Have That's you, true. Have you watched all of them or just the first one? Just the first one still. Yeah, I'm uh, probably going to watch. I'll probably put it on tonight, honestly. Kate, buckle up. 
I it, it's it I really hope the only thing I am absolute by the way the behind the scenes of some of the stuff that like you'd said that to me because you watched the first episode but before me some of the stuff when they're breaking the fourth wall and giving you insider stuff about when Luan was with the pirate and when they met Alex McCord for the first time stuff like that it is gold but I will tell you um and the reminiscing as well. It was the same house. It was the same chef. It is, oh, it's so good. Um, I will tell you though, I am devastated. I put it on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care podcast, that the ultimate girls trip with Brandy and um, Caroline and a ton of other people and Alphadra and um, Alex McCord is scrapped. We're never going to see it. And there is an outcry because Alex McCord should have been on this show. We have waited like, what, 15 years or 13 to 15 years to get, maybe 13 years, I think it is, to get Alex McCord back on our screens. We finally got her and it's scrapped. She, If she had been on this legacy, can you imagine if she had been on this legacy, it would have been gold kelly claw and ben simone has already said the only person i would never film again with was alex mccord <laughs> it would yeah she goes into this whole thing about alex mccord countess talks about when the count met alex and simon <gasps> oh my <sighs> god it's so good but, but we won't see alex how it's, is this fair it's a damn shame wow that sucks devastated anyway kate i cannot wait for you to watch them and tell me what you think it's beautiful television it's award-winning television there's probably more episodes out now or coming out soon right should be they should just i mean it should be a 25 25 part season yeah no kidding we don't need 20 episodes of 90 day fiance season 10 we need 20 million episodes of this that dorinda (laughs) was oh really well you got i'm not sensitive about it why am i sensitive i'm not sensitive about it how can you say i'm sensitive i don't care about it look at me not caring about and then Lou, she has buttons. She has buttons you don't push. And one button is pause. <laughs> Dorinda needs to be locked up in a padded cell for quite some time because she is so off her. She's off her rocket too. It's great. It's great. But that's not what we're going to talk about today, yeah. guys. It's yeah. not what we're going to talk about. Kate, we are going to talk about contraband seized at the border. Contraband. Okay, so this is the description of the show that the Wheel of Shame gave us last week that we'll be discussing right now. It's called Contraband Seized at the Border. Here we go. Following the work of America's Customs and Border Protection Agency, whose job is to defend the border and stop terrorists, drugs, and illegal weapons from entering the country. I was excited for this because I, like I say, I remember like early days in England um, of reality TV and they would do the border crossing, the border patrol. They're still all on as they are here as well. And it was some crazy stories of people smuggling shit in that you're like, what? So there's only, I think there's only one season of this. So we decided to do episode one and it was called, this was the title, Babies. Hard drugs and carrots. <laughs> Guys, you need to get a better copywriter. I'll do the job. I don't know what that was. Babies, hard drugs and carrots. <laughs> I looked at that title and I was like, I have a feeling this is not going to be some wacky 
reenactment. Yes, no. It certainly was no. not reenactment. This was no. all footage of border control officers. And I actually enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to. There are many questions I have about this episode that hopefully you can answer for me that I did not understand. Okay. Um, I think this was filmed, it was filmed around COVID time because they were talking, they had masks on and they were talking about coming in and out of borders and stuff like that. Um, yeah. First, I, yeah. It came out this year, right? Oh, it's did a, it? I see. I think it's a pretty new, sh- yeah, it was probably filmed like last year. You're right. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Um, so the first thing we get to see is this carrot shipment. Okay. <laughs> so there is a shipment of carrots and we hear the border controls going, you know, we always check this and they give the statistics, right? So you're getting all the statistics of the amount of drugs and it's all cartels, which I whisper the word because they terrified me so much. But anyway, um, they, um, they said that, um, you know, they will ship drugs in this so you what we do is we even though it looks like it looks like everything's above board we'll drill into the containers they did that they saw white powder come out so they test it and they're like yeah bing bang bomb we've got it so kate this was the nuts stuff so they have these this big shipment and they're like what we need to do now is kind of break all these boxes down and get the drugs out right Mm -hmm. then they very casually say well a lot of the times the cartel i'm gonna whisper every time the cartel will booby trap these shipments so that if other cartel bosses or cartel members get them, rival cartels get them, then it will ruin the pro- the product for them. But they were in there just with the, nothing on, just like in their work gear, smashing open these boxes. And I'm thinking, these guys are getting paid not a lot and they are opening up possible booby trapped drug shipments from cartels i was like holy shit these guys are making like 60 grand a year and this is what they're doing nuts it was so casual how they they just drop that piece of information and then they have a drill and they're like anyways drilling into it (laughs) yeah i thought that was intense as well yes Uh, i was i was really shocked i wasn't sure what exactly they meant by a booby trap i was like would it be like anthrax or like something you really can't touch and you have to know how to open it. Otherwise you're going to get poisoned or something bad on you. I I just thought it was a bomb. I thought it was explosive. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? These guys are just like ramming drills in it. And I'm like, but, 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 but. They must have. Yeah, I don't know. Did they scan it? I can't remember. It must be something like scanning, like a portable x-ray thing that they do. Because they do do, that's how they pull them out. You know, they the amount of cars that are going back and forth across the border from America to uh, Mexico, and they had them at different stations. So it wasn't all like one border crossing. It was different border crossings in Texas and, and California. And it was just the amount of people that go through every single day. It's the busiest um, uh, border crossing um, in the world, they were saying. And it's just, it's so hard to manage it because people are constantly smuggling stuff through, constantly. Yeah. And it's very sneaky. I mean, this thing that we're describing, parrot shipment, it's like a big wooden um, crate and they're they uncover that the the wood is hollow and then they've put a bundled up thing of various drugs they find out there's three different types mm-hmm. in there right there's like cocaine heroin 
meth, like meth. all, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And so it's packaged and wedged into this hollow wooden crate thing. And then they have like styrofoam pushed in to hold it secure. It's it's very sneaky, I guess. And uh, yeah. um yeah, it had how much money did they say that one it was, was a quarter worth? of a million that one right, was right. a quarter of a million and you just yeah. think all these people that are going to end up in acid baths because it wasn't delivered because that's the shit that the cartel does and it was like all of it was scary watching it for me really scary then yeah. we think okay so drugs we kind of expect this then we get a very casual kind of narrator saying the woman has been stopped at the border crossing because she's a potential child smuggler. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. So we see this woman going up. She's speaking Spanish and the immigration officer stops her and she says, oh, so uh, this this woman is an American citizen and she she says she's the aunt of this little girl, this like two-year-old girl that she was carrying. Pretty, actually, sorry, probably younger than that. And... Um, is uh eight months. I just randomly oh, remember that. Eight so I said months. it. Oh, it was yeah. very, very young. Eight months. Yeah. yeah. Has her in her arms. The girl's sleeping and she says, Yeah, I'm her aunt, and I'm just bringing her back home. Here's her birth certificate. They really thought something was very suspicious. So they pulled her aside. Another officer happens to pass by and noticed the diaper bag. And it was a bright yellow. And the officer said, I've seen this child before, and I've seen this diaper bag last week. And they start asking the woman, okay, so you're her aunt. Yep. Where does her mother live? They say that. Who's her father? Don't know. When's the daughter's, when's your niece's birthday? Um, Like 12th of, 12th of March. So, um, you know, how often do you see her? About two to three times a month. Oh, right. Got any photos on your phone of her? Mm, no. You're just like, it, it was watching, it was making me, she sounded as casual as anything, but um, it was terrifying watching this and this innocent eight month old is asleep in the arms. And then the woman finally admits it. And she said, um, I was paid to bring the child over. Right. It's bloody awful. So she's, this is very common as a border control say that it is undocumented, um, people in the United States that then will pay for women like this to bring their child over the border so they can be reunited. It's just such a horrific set of circumstances. The child is taken away and these two women, you know, female immigration officers were lovely with her and things like that, but they said that child's going to foster care now. It, it's... Yeah, they have to, I mean, they have to figure out who and where the parents are and yeah. They said for 500 bucks now this woman is going to jail and having this on her record. As a smuggler, as a a human trafficking, she's going for $500. And it just shows the desperation of people. And it's incredibly, incredibly sad to watch. Um, To lighten it, though, I do want to give you guys an immigration story of my own. Okay. Now, I don't know if I told you about this. This happened last year. If I have guys, apologies for repeating. Kate, you'll you'll let me know if I have or not. Maybe I told you this privately, but I'm not sure. So I'm um, obviously legal to live and work in America. The whole immigration system here is tough and it's tricky and it's expensive and it takes a hell of a long time to get in here. Whatever anybody says to you, never believe it. It's extremely hard to get into this country and be able to live and work. Anyway, I can. I went through it all. I am completely legal to travel and live and do everything that um, citizens can do. So still, I am 
I shake to my core when I go through immigration because immigration coming into this country as a, I'm an alien, they technically um, call me, um, a legal alien is, is, is just, is terrifying. Okay. They're always stern. They don't make, they, they try to trip you up and I'm completely legal and I'm terrified. So watching these people come through that were doing majorly illegal things, transporting guns and drugs. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're doing anyway. So last year I was in England and I was flying back from England to, I was stopping in Ireland and Ireland to LA. Now in Dublin airport in Ireland, you land there and you do all of your immigration to it's, it's, there are like three hubs in Europe that you do all your immigration to enter America this side, as opposed to landing in LAX and then doing all your immigration there. So it usually consists of you going up with your green card or your passport and your visa documents they ask questions. They will ask, when did you move here? Why did you move here? What do you do for work? What's your address? Even though everything's very clean, they just do that. And they are intimidating to say the least. Yeah. So I was going through Dublin airport and I had, it was so tight. I had an hour and a half before my flight to LA was leaving an hour and a half. So I am, the line was round the block to go through immigration. And I'm thinking, I'm never going to make this. I'm never going to make this. Finally get to immigration. I go up and I tell them all the stuff, give them all the stuff. And I won't go into personal details, but there was a um, a stamp that I had to get because I was waiting for some other kind of document on my passport, all completely legal. But he's like, oh, because first of all, he's like, when did you come here? Why did you come here? Blah, blah, blah all this stuff. And um, then he's like, oh, because you have this stamp, we need to do a secondary check. And I was like, okay, um, how long is that going to take? He said, like, we'll just come into this room. Now, no one wants to go into the room. No one wants to go into the room. So mm. they take me back and you're put into this like white room with like a couple of chairs and all the immigration officers are interviewing people ahead of you. So I sat there and as I sit there longer and longer, my flight's gone to LA. So I've completely missed my flight at this point. I'm sat there and there's this one guy next to me, an Irish guy and and a nun. I can't make this up. I'm sat there with an Irish guy next to me and a nun. Now I went to Catholic convent school. So it was bringing back a lot of memories in itself. Anyway, the immigration people are right up in front. You can hear everyone's conversation. So the Irish guy goes up first. He's called up and he says, you know, um, so how did you, how did you end up getting citizenship to America? He's like, well, uh, met a girl, got married. Uh-huh. Okay. And this guy starts grilling him. Where did you meet her? In a bar. What was the bar? Uh, it was in Brooklyn, in New York, in like, you know, 1998. Uh, I don't know. It's not there anymore. Okay. Okay. And how long were you married to her for? Blah, blah, blah. And this immigration guy's going in on him, in on him. And then he finally goes, well, why did you get divorced? And the Irish guy was so pissed off. He's like, well, she cheated on me. What did you want me to do? Right? Oh, my God. And the immigration officer was like, oh, okay, fine. Gave him his stuff. He left. I'm still waiting. I catch the eye of one of the immigration officers. I'm like, I've lost my flight. Like, my flight's gone. And they're like, sorry. Uh, anyway, so then the nun goes up. Now, I cannot make this up. The nun walks up to the immigration and it turns out that her someone has stolen her passport. And she's like, um, so I have this other document and blah, blah, blah. They're going through everything. And this is a nun wearing her habit, okay? A woman of God, a woman that has dedicated her entire life to God, all right, living in a convent, serving the community, serving the poor, serving, you know, doing all this stuff. 
And he's like, okay, when did you come here? Blah, blah, blah. What happened with your passport? Someone saw my passport. They did this. They did da, 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 da. Goes through it. And he's, final question. So what do you do? <laughs> she says, I'm a nun. And he goes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. It's, oh, right. Okay. This is what you <laughs> deal with. Okay. Anyway, for mine, it was equally to, I go up and they ask me a billion questions. Half of them I couldn't remember. They're like, what month did you, did you first come to the States? It's like, I have no idea. Like, I can't remember any of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I finally they put me on a flight later and it was all paid for and they put me in a hotel and stuff and it was fine. But I just it reminded me of the Irishman and the nun that I was sat with in that immigration. And I'm telling you, those rooms are scary and these immigration officers are no joke. Your entire life is in their hands because if yep. they don't let you in, my entire life is set up in America. If they decide they don't let me in, I have nothing else. It's really frightening so watching this was definitely bringing back a lot it is scary I mean I can even remember coming back from studying abroad like anytime you are getting questioned by a government official it is really scary it's intimidating it's intimidating even when you did nothing wrong nothing wrong nothing wrong I miss my flight I remember coming back to the states and they everyone at the airport in Costa Rica was so confused why I was there because it was the middle of the night and no one else was in the airport. And I was walking around and trying to figure out what I was going to do. And they brought me in a room and they were questioning me in Spanish. And I, luckily I was better at Spanish back then. And I was trying to explain myself, but I, yeah, I remember just anytime crossing a border, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Da, da, da. Like they are just grilling, grilling, grilling. And yep. you're just, nothing's even wrong. And that they show that on this show too. They're, uh, they, they catch these two women who have some Xanax pills in their bra and they end up finding out that there's this woman, Jennifer or something who they're like, well, she's the real one behind it. And she'll, she'll be coming across the border pretty soon here. And they're like, okay, well, if that's true, then you guys can go free. And 
you okay, know, she... someone explain this to me, Kate. Because yeah. okay, because so you get two women that have smuggled drugs. It was not a large quantity, but it is illegal to have a prescription from an, you're bringing in from another country with no label and not the prescription. They'd had it hidden in their bra. They were smuggling drugs into the country. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They then rat out. They're sat there on a bench and the immigration officer's coming over, the border control. So they're border control. They come over and they're like, uh, so who is this woman, Jennifer? She's like, I don't know, I might have her on Snapchat. And she pulls out her phone. So this woman has been sat with her cell phone the entire time. So she can be texting anyone she wants, saying anything she wants. Anyway, gives the information, rats out this woman who could be working for some seriously powerful people. Terrifying. And then the immigration officer's like, yeah, well, so Border Patrol's like, well, we got the information, you could go. These women were released. I did not understand any of this. And I, and it appears again later on in the episode, there's women that are like smuggling some stuff in and they're like, oh, well, we just let her go. What? Right. It's a very odd rules. Very because odd. the they want to catch the people who are higher up in the operations. And so they'll they'll do that by letting the smaller fish go because they want to catch the big kahuna well of course i mean and i know they're just... reasoning for it but they're still letting people that are smuggling drugs just completely go through it's and it, they well, were just like it's sat yeah there with cell phones it was it's weird it's surprising and i thought it was so interesting too with those the xanax ladies mm. how after it was all settled and they were able to go it was they they had to have the women dump the drugs in a trash can Mm-hmm. Because it's illegal for them to uh, confiscate drugs and then not arrest someone. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was interesting. I thought it was just a really a very dangerous loophole to be speaking about. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was it, it it really shocked me that these women were bringing in illegal drugs. and we didn't even see the women with the Xanax throw them away. It was a later woman that had a bag full of medication that was asked oh, to dump yeah. it out so it, it, it's and oh then it, the whole point of that was that mm. they stopped some woman named jennifer mm-hmm. and it wasn't her but she seemed guilty, so guilty. she seems so guilty because she was freaked the hell out she's like i'm really really nervous right now and they mm-hmm. were like "Ooh, why she's like well i'm an entrepreneur and they're like oh do you sell pills online and she's like she starts what? laughing and they're like, yeah. why are you laughing? And she's like, because you just said I sell pills online and I don't. Yep. It, and I thought for sure, I was like, oh, that's her. And it's then, her. No, it wasn't. It was the wrong Jennifer. So everyone gets, they they want you freaked out like that so they can catch you in a lie. It, it's a really, this was an odd show about some of these laws. I just don't know what, I, I wouldn't, I don't know why they were filming them. Then there are people that you see in this that are risking so much there is a woman so they start talking about weapons being passed over the border right and they say that the cartel there are there are apparently very strict gun laws in mexico so a big thing is coming over with weapons and um certain type of guns that they want that they would never legally be able to get in mexico so this woman comes and she's driving a truck and they're like whose truck is it she's like it's my boyfriend's like all right let's just have a look just in the back seat, just in the back seat was a big box of ammo. And underneath that was a big box that said LED light and in it was a rifle. Not yeah. even hidden. No. What are these people thinking, dude? And then you have people who have the drugs buried in a big can of mole sauce. 
Yeah. Like some people were really creative about hiding it. And then, yeah, some people it was just like sitting in the back seat. It, it was it was a wild show. I was surprised how much you're right. They were re- it seemed like they were revealing ways to get around things. And- uh, absolutely. I think they were. Yeah. And I didn't understand like this woman that was driving the boyfriend's truck that had this rifle in it. Why just one rifle? Like what? They wouldn't pay for just like it's going to be the cartel going to pay one person to deliver one rifle. I mean, I don't know. It it's there was that. There was like so we had this woman smuggling children over. We had all these like prescription drugs. There's a ton of like diet pills and federal like all of this stuff that isn't legal in um in America. And um, being smuggled over, people with guns and the drugs and the mole sauce. It was a whole family. It was a whole, this was dark. So it was a family that was obviously, they were said, oh, we're from Atlanta. We went on vacation to Mexico and it was a mom and a dad. And then it was like two teenage kids. And they had massive bags of candy and these big Mexican candy. And then they had these mole sauce and the, for some reason, they said the father was acting very, very nervous. Family got out. They found, as you say, big things of mole sauce. They crack into it, drugs in it. The 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 candy, there was certain candy they opened up full of drugs. And they say this man, this family probably had, most likely had zero clue any of this was going on. And it was all orchestrated by the husband who probably thought this is a quick and easy five grand or probably it was even probably pennies to even get that stuff over because I don't think there was a huge amount of it and he's going to be in jail for like 10 something years now because he was smuggling drugs across the border I mean you do watch it and realize none of it is worth it like why anyone would but yeah people get in bad situations especially if you get mixed up with the wrong type of person you owe someone money or they are mixed up in cartel stuff you don't get out of that. You don't get out. When you're in with the cartel, you don't get out. So you do what they say or they'll just slaughter your family. So what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. I mean, what did you, how did you find the border patrol agents to be? I think they were so, they were very polite and letting them use phone. This one girl that was so sneaky, she's like, this was one that terrified me as well. A guy was pulled over for a warrant. He's like, I don't have a warrant. He's like, well, you're coming up. And they say, well, it could be this warrant could be anything from homicide to a traffic ticket. Because in this country, for some reason, they give warrants out if you don't pay traffic tickets, which is I told you that story last week about my friend that was had cops at her door in Beverly Hills because she Mm -hmm. didn't pay traffic tickets. So he's in a cell and he's going, I don't know what's going on. And they can't figure out, they're waiting to figure out what this warrant is for. And they're like, if it's something serious, obviously he'll be arrested. If not, we'll let him go. And then he's waiting, waiting. They finally just say it's a traffic ticket. And they're like, oh, okay, you can go. And this guy was like very good about it. He's like, I had no clue. And the officers were like, the majority of people don't. They have no clue that they'll have a traffic ticket warrant out for them. And um, so then, uh, so then, do you know what I would start doing? I was like, I need to fight. Is there a database we can check if you have warrants out for you? I'm not kidding. I was like, because none of us know, maybe there's an unpaid ticket I have somewhere. And I don't know. I, I yeah, I 
am in fear of that kind of thing all the time. <laughs> it's serious stuff. You yeah. know, you're broke and you can't pay parking tickets and then you yeah. get more parking tickets and you never know. You could have a warrant out for you. And um, so I was literally like, is there, I was Googling, is there a website to find out if you have a warrant against? It was so terrifying. Anyway, so that was that one guy. And then there was this other girl and she's like, got the same thing. She's like, I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. Let me just call my mom. I don't know. And she called this mom. I don't know what's happening. I just tell dad I'm already in jail. I don't know what's happening. And the officer comes back. It's like, this girl has been arrested so many times juvenile to now she knows exact she's a long criminal history so that you know you see these people play shit and um it's i think overall i the way these guards were were they were very uh uh, not i don't say kind but they were very i think they did their job very very well um and i think they were intimidating when they need to be because they have to be and thorough and fair and they let people go when they could let people go um, but the whole legality of it all with that throwing away drugs and letting people who had technically absolutely broken the law just go, they're not so they're not police officers then, right? Or they are. No. So mm. can they arrest people? Sure. See, this what? is what wasn't explained, which I would love to know, because there was one that one girl that I spoke about, like she was going to get transported. So they were calling for police to come and get her. But so it, it's just confusing what the Border Patrol's but, job is. Okay. The United States Border Patrol is the mobile uniformed law enforcement arm oh. of US Customs and Border Protection within the Department of Homeland Security responsible for securing U.S. Bar- borders between ports of entry. So they okay. are law enforcement. They are yes. law enforcement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I hey, had to look that up. I was like, I'm probably going to say something stupid. That's okay. So, I mean, and they don't get paid a lot of money at all. And they are dealing with some serious shit, dude. And they yeah. said something really interesting that during COVID, that they found a lot of their people had turned that was really crazy. They said that what a lot of the, yeah. they said that during COVID people were very, very desperate, obviously. And uh, he said a lot of people that were border patrol agents turned against their own and were doing um, illegal activity to just get through COVID. Ugh. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. So I, um, I enjoy, I actually enjoyed watching this. There was another episode I started to watch after this. Um, uh, but then I saw some disgusting piece of shit with, um, two puppies in his life. Yeah. And I went, nope, out. And I stopped it. So I didn't watch it. I, Um, yeah, I let it play too. Yeah. I was like, nope. What did you think of it overall, Kate? I thought there were some interesting parts. Um, it, it gave me anxiety because, Mm. Watching these people go through all of this, the people who were innocent or the people who you could tell got dragged into something they didn't want to be a part of. I know. Um, You know, the thing with the baby. I mean, a lot of it was really pretty upsetting um, to watch. And I agree. I think a lot of the officers were, and I will say, especially the women officers, I found to be very kind of relaxed and calm accommodating Mm. I don't know they they were very um 
they weren't as like hardcore as I thought they would be with people. Like I thought they would be really mean or something. I think a lot of that is tactic. Yeah. I would say that as well. Yeah. If they come in at a 10, they're not going to get anything from these people. But right. if they come in being like, listen, I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Cause they'd be like, yeah, I know. I know you want to get home. This sucks. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's tactic, but I also did notice though that a lot of the guys that were like scoring on the finding all the drugs, it, yeah. it seemed like a game to them or something. And that was oh, kind yeah. of like. Do you mean okay. the fact that they all had massive erections while they were finding the mess? Yeah. Is that what gave it away? Is that what yes. gave it away? That yeah, was yeah. it. So that I mean, part was a little like, okay. They loved it. But it must yeah. be satisfied. Like, can you imagine you get like a hit like that and you're like, boom, got it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. how tempting would it be? Can you imagine if you opened up a crate and it was just all cash? Like the temptation, especially when I say like they're getting paid pennies and you would open up something. And by the way, don't you think that these people are getting approached by bad people as well? That's a really scary aspect to the job. Can you imagine you'd get approached by the cartel and they're like, listen, you are going to let this car go by or we're killing your family. What are you going to do? Shit. I would like to see, I would like to hear from maybe like former Border yeah. Patrol agents and just hear some of this, the shit you're talking about that they heard mm. about or went through or got approached about or. I think that would be really interesting. There's, there's probably a lot of really wild stories because I this bet. was, this was more, you know, just in the moment catching things happening. But yeah, I bet, I bet there's a lot mm. there. Um, what would you give the rating? Let's see. So if you are a new listener, we rate each show that we uh, watch on a scale of zero to 600. That's based on one of the network's most popular shows, My 600 Pound Life. We like a wide range to rate it on. Mm -hmm. I would say this is like, this is like 200 or something. I was going to say exactly. I was going to say 200. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's like you say, I do agree with the, with the anxiety level. I, it was sad. It was dark. Yeah. It was stuff. I didn't want to see an eight month old child getting picked to foster care. It was like, fuck no, it was not a relaxing, easy breezy show. That's no. for sure. Um, interesting. Yes. But I could do what, like the second one I had to turn off anyway, because it was just, I couldn't see animals. So yeah, yeah, yeah there was, it's not if for <laughs> Not if, for a light if, watch. If you want to just check out an episode or two and see what's going on, you know, down at the board, U.S. border, it, it is interesting and it's a stark look into the reality of the situation. So, mm, you know, mm. check check it out. It's a 40-minute episode. Yeah. Um, background, laundry show, I'd say. Laundry, a dark laundry show. Dark, yes. Like dark. Well, guys, that means we need to pick another show for yep. next week so obviously we are not you're gonna have a couple of weeks to watch this because we are not gonna have a wheel of shame episode next week because it will be just after christmas but let's pick it now and then um you can watch it at your leisure as the americans say all right we're gonna head over to the wheel of shame so guys let's go on over <laughs> guys we're at our wheel of shame we are at our wheel Shape. any hopes this week kate for what you would like hmm i don't really want to love show because we're mm. a little bit 90 day fiancéed out like i don't really want anything like that um silly reenactment always sounds appealing 
always it's always uh, good it's always good I don't know what about you I don't feel spook for once like usually I'd like a haunting but we've done you know the ghost ruined my life last week um I I am always good for a true story I would like mm-hmm. a true story um or I'm okay with true crime you know as always I'm always good with true crime but I know we should have something light and bright for the holidays but guys it's discovery plus and TLC you know there's usually not a lot of lightness um so I don't know you know what we'll see what the wheel of shame gives us that's 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 all we can hope for the wheel knows the wheel knows not what we want but what we need absolutely all right guys we're gonna spin in three two one spin round and round she goes where it stops nobody knows except we do because <laughs> uh have we done this and i didn't remove this what is it curse of the chippendales i don't think so <laughs> well we're doing it bitch oh my god curse of the chippendales this is gonna be about a load of young boys that wanted to go into the chippendales and half of them died of drug overdoses i'm calling it like that's what it's gonna be curse of the chippendales this looks this looks kind of interesting to me really okay 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 great that's what the wheel of shame gave us because that's what we needed kate we needed the curse and we needed the chippendales Absolutely. This came out in 2021, one season. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. So oh, schedule, I will yes. I will uh, reiterate what Polly said that uh, next week and the week after, we're taking two weeks off for the holidays. Uh, we'll have some stuff coming out for you to listen to. Um, old vintage episodes that we want to re-release. Uh, we'll, we'll be putting that out. But this Curse of the Chippendales episode will be coming out the second week in January. Mm-hmm. So look for it then. Um, otherwise, yeah, just listen to some of our old favorites. Yeah, we're going to pull some from the archives that Kate and I really loved. And we may or may not be highly intoxicated when we were recording <laughs> them. So they'll be new to us too. You know, they'll be new to us too. Um, so I'll make sure I get some of those in for the merry, merry Christmas period. Um, all right, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. We're back on Friday with our Bravo show, which woo, we have a lot to talk about, plus our Patreon. So if you have not already, please go and join our Patreon. It means a lot to us. It can be your Christmas present to us. It's five bucks a month. And go to patreon.com and search tender love and care podcast or simply go to your feed and check out the episodes that say subscriber only click on there put your deets and then you will get all the back catalogs of our patreon shows as well as everything moving forward we deep dive documentaries on the weird wild wonderful true crime spooky stuff hauntings poltergeist everything you can imagine pop culture it's all there Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. And until Friday, enjoy yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Something Christmassy. It didn't come. All right. We love you all and we will see you on Friday. Bye-bye.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.